Welcome to Roya, a mental health movement and community. I'm your host, Kendra Delahook. What we know about mental health is rapidly changing, and I hope you stay up to date on the major paradigm shifts. From dating to love to parenting, get ready to learn about your body, regulate your nervous system, and improve your life and relationships with ease. Let's jump in. Welcome to Roya, a mental health movement and community. This is your host, Kendra Delahook. I'm so happy you're here joining us for today's conversation. So today I want to talk about really how to work with the wisdom of your body. And many clients I see really struggle with this concept because A, either they believe their body doesn't have wisdom, (laughs) And they don't get a lot of great feedback from their body or B, their body is just sending them so many messages through physical complaints or just not feeling well. And so to trust something that generally doesn't feel good can be an odd concept. So what I do and what I really specialize in is helping adults, but also children really understand how to hone in and utilize this wisdom that is free and abundant that comes from the body. And I think this is so, so, so essential, especially in today's age, because there's endless, endless advice and pressure from the culture, especially the Western culture, to override the signals of your body. So we'll kind of get into what these pressures are. Mainly, you know, they're with food, with working out, even career and relationships and kind of the stages we go throughout life. It can be really hard to turn inward to what your body is telling you as opposed to doing what you think you should be doing, you should be eating, or, you know, all the messages and ads that are on social media, there are just so many messages, not so hidden, but some are hidden, of what you should be doing for ideal health and mental health. And while there is some amazing, incredible ideas and research to back it up, out there, the concern is that it does not take into account everyone's individual differences and wiring. So we forget that, yes, of course, some diets are, you know, they're proven that you will lose this much weight if you just follow it to a T. But what they're not saying is if we take this one diet and bring in a full room of people with different genetics, different history, different body types, food allergies, whatever it may be, they will all respond so differently to the same diet. And that's because no two nervous systems are the same. So unfortunately, I see so many people spending extra precious energy working against their body and not with it. And this is what I love to talk about, what I love to do, because once you learn to work with your body, 
you can actually achieve goals um, with way more ease and joy than really working with your body and doing something you think you should be doing, but it's not working. Okay, (laughs) let's jump in. And I apologize if there's extra background noise today. I'm at my office and it is by a busy street, so hopefully it's not too noisy. But I wanted to first talk about it's hard to have a human body. And I don't think this is said enough by mental health or even medical professionals. It can be very overwhelming to live in a body that goes through so much. I mean, even without the added stressors and events of life, we are constantly in a state of, you know, being awake or asleep and many stages in between of when our cortisol is rising and lowering, preparing us to sleep. We go through stages and phages of hunger and fullness And if you have a female body, there's many fluctuations of hormones, even throughout the day. Then, to add on top of that, many people have injuries or chronic pain or, you know, traumas that have happened to their unique body that just make it really hard to do normal things. And so I have endless compassion really for everyone because it really can be overwhelming to have a body and to know what to do with it. But that's why this work is so essential to really understand how to tap into the feedback, the wisdom that your body gives you because it is talking to you. And I'm sure you've heard this before, our bodies whisper to us before they start to yell, before they start to scream. So learning how to understand and respond to the whispers is so very important. So I also want to mention, there's a lot of feedback that I receive when I talk about working with your body and not against it. Many people have problems with this and, you know, they'll make jokes about, oh, if only I could just nap my way through the week or, you know, mindfulness is weak. It's an excuse to check out of life. Self-care, relaxation, all these things are a way to get out of doing the work. So really the message there is you're weak if you rest, if you do things that really take care of your body. But I am here to bash those beliefs because we now have research to show us that people who are more in touch with the wisdom of their body or the sensations, the feedback, everything that's happening internally are actually more productive and they make better decisions. They have higher EQ, emotional intelligence. So I hate to say it, but we we really, the proof is in the pudding with self-care now and there's a term I want to introduce you to, and it's called interoception. And this is really the ability to feel your body basically from the inside out. And so we're really just getting the ball rolling with this exciting research, but it is showing that the more attuned you are with the sensations of your body, 
the better outcomes you have. And this is really exciting because it really does support, you know, the idea that mental health, um, self-development, all the work that you put into yourself, it matters. And strengthening your interoception has lasting effects and can really affect all areas of your life. So over the next uh, few podcasts, we'll definitely get more into this idea of interoception and really how to use it for your life um, because it's so very important. But today, I just wanted to introduce you to the term and give you a few ideas on how you can start to make this shift from receiving advice from the world towards receiving advice from your body. And that is an oversimplified way to view, you know, what interoception is and and body wisdom. But you can really just imagine yourself kind of tuning out the noise, the advice, the suggestions of the world and turning inwards and really learning your own body's patterns, what it needs, what it doesn't need, what makes it feel safe, what makes it feel threatened. Because once you do this, you will find you're able to get more done, make better decisions, and really just be more in line with the life you want to live. So let's talk about how to do this. Just a few tips. And there's four areas, um, main areas that I think is really important to learn this skill of turning inwards. The first one is relationships. And I speak from personal experience here, but also with the hundreds of clients that I've worked with, there is so much pressure to just go down a checklist with what relationships you're supposed to have at a certain time in life. And this pressure, we're not born with this pressure. We're not born with by this certain age, you should have this certain amount of kids, this, you know, certain amount of money. That comes from outside of us. And so these pressures um, can make it confusing to really listen to our intuition on who is in a line with us. This could be friendships, romantic relationships, business relationships. It really is across the board. It is so important to pay attention to the people in our life that light us up, that make us feel amazing when we leave and who don't make us feel down and anxious and depressed and insecure. So really letting go of the shoulds of your relationship is so important. And when you do this, you can replace it by just turning inwards and asking yourself a few questions. And those questions are like I mentioned before, after you leave an event or a meeting, Asking your body how it's feeling. Is it exhausted, depleted, a little anxious? Is your heart rate up? Did you find yourself really getting extra flushed and sweaty or red in the face um, when you're with these people? I know it's not as simple as that. It's Relationships are complex, but I just challenge you to start to ask yourself how you feel leaving Um, spending time with someone close to you and start to pick up on that feedback from your body. The second category is career. And this is something, 
you know, another area where there is so much pressure, especially when you look at different cultures, you know, who put pressure on children having a quote unquote successful career. It really starts with testing now at such young ages. Oh, I hate testing. You know, success looks a certain specific way. It's a specific number when you're testing to get into colleges. And all of that is noise from the outside. And I've worked with so many people who just kind of wake up in a bad dream of a career. And they really have to ask themselves the questions of, how did I get here? And do I really like this? I have been in zombie mode for so long. So it's scary to question your career, but it is extremely important because what you do for a living absolutely impacts your physical health and mental health on a daily basis. So one way to build some body wisdom with your career is just simply starting to check in with yourself. Notice if you had a human battery, how is it doing at the end of the day? Obviously, naturally, we're going to get tired, but are you depleted? What charges your battery? If it has nothing to do with work, I think it's important to start to question what you're doing, if it's the right thing for you. So again, this is just a very simple way to start to work with your body and not against it. With career, just start being curious, asking yourself questions, and noticing the level of stress or anxiety that comes up for you um, when you do work. The next category is food. And this one is a huge topic that I'm really excited to have on some guests um, in the future. Because especially being a female in this Western culture of, you know, diet culture, it is so overwhelming. And eating disorders, especially after COVID, are off the charts. So again, there's so much to talk about here because there's influence from all directions, even from very well-intentioned medical professionals um, suggesting dieting. I just want to overemphasize that every single body is so different and has different tolerances. So one body can, you know, tolerate a full carb diet, you know, eating whatever you want much better than the person next to them. And so when there's advice all over the internet from well-meaning professionals, from very, you know, different disciplines, it's so important to learn to ask your body how it feels with certain foods, how it feels with moving. And we'll get into working out next. Um, But body wisdom with food and eating is a game changer because we have to eat throughout the day for energy. And I see just time and time again, so many people turn off the signals from their body and try to fit this certain system or this certain diet or this certain way of being. And it damages the mind-body connection. So my challenge for you with food is just start, again, to be curious and notice what foods light you up. Maybe start to explore your relationship with pleasure, 
with how you eat, when you eat, are you breathing? Just let your body know that you're listening and paying attention. And then finally, working out. Workout culture is massive and I live in LA, so it is, to to call it intense is an understatement. And unfortunately, there are just so many programs that quite literally tell you to to shut up to your body and to push through it. This is a double-edged sword because yes, there's a ton of research on how working out is beneficial for your whole body, for heart health, for mental health, to reverse, you know, certain illnesses, to prevent diseases. But what people are not talking about enough is overdoing the exercises and working out in a way that is actually taxing your nervous system and not supporting it. There is a big, big difference. And, you know, the baseline is you should feel good for the most part, working out and even after. So if your body is feeling depleted, if you're feeling anxious working out or afterwards, if your muscles and your joints and your bones are in pain, that is body wisdom right there. That is feedback um, that this is not working for your body type. So start to challenge workout culture and really check in with how you feel. Because again, whether it's a relationship, your job, working out, eating food, we are built to experience joy and pleasure. Doesn't mean that it's everything's going to go smooth, but it is so easy to forget with the messages that bombard us on a daily basis that it's our right to feel good. And that really starts with working with your body, not against it. <laughs> so lastly, I just want to say it takes a ton of courage and vulnerability to start to question these things and really start to listen to your body and build this new skill of interception. So I really want to commend you for having an interest in this and starting the process. From some people, it's starting from scratch. They don't feel like they have a relationship with their body. So if that's you, just be kind with yourself. Be really patient with the process And also know that doing this work now, even though it can be vulnerable, is such a game changer and can really save you in the future. Not just physical health, but mental health also. So I do have a course uh, just on the very basics of the nervous system and getting to know your body. It will be launching next week, so stay tuned and um, tune in to the next episode to get more details on the course, but I'm really excited just to help people with this. It gets me very amped up. <laughs> uh, we need to be having more conversations across the board, across discipline, so thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.